0: You'll know what to look for and what to avoid, so you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.
1: Welcome to Riffin' with Raf and AD, coming to you live from the Koppel Chevrolet GMC Studios. On air and online at
0: theticketfm.com. Now here's former Huskers, Chris Raff and Aaron Davis.
2: All right, we're back here again on this Wednesday night, riffing with Raff and AD with his two hours of the week. AD must have had to go do a sound check, so he had to go do his check one, two, check one, two, or whatever he does when he's doing those amazing speeches. But right now we are joined by... I'm going to go with arguably the greatest women's basketball coach in the history of Nebraska high school basketball, Coach John Larson. Coach Larson, how are you tonight?
1: I'm fine, thanks, Chris. It's good to see you. It's good to see you. It's been a while.
2: Yeah, I, I was laughing because I remember coming into the press box back in – it was the year you injured your knee. It was like maybe 2011 or
1: 12 or uh, about 14,
2: 14. And I was in there that night and I saw you watching a women's basketball game. And man, I was, I said to my friend that night, I go, I just don't think he is finished coaching women's basketball. And I think I even asked you that night and he said, Nope, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. And then lo and behold, come 2017 and, The man returns to Crete, Nebraska.
1: Right. Yeah. It took some uh, coaxing because the first couple of times they asked, I said no because, you know, I hadn't coached basketball for seven years. I'd coached football at Westland for four years, but um, I just didn't think I would be wanting to give it all. And um, the more I found out about Crete basketball and the facilities, the players, everything, I thought... This is going to be okay.
2: That's awesome. And then probably there's a certain person that you're watching closely come this weekend, I would guess.
1: Absolutely. In fact, um, Channel 10 and 11 had a, a little clip on her tonight. And um, Morgan has is, is done a great job for Creighton. She did a great job for us at Crete. Um, you know, when I took the job, people were telling me that she might be the best player in the state. And I'm like, well, let's wait and see. And um, they were right. She uh, was a Gatorade player of the year or senior year.
2: That's awesome. All right. So let's go back. We'll go back in time. We'll turn back the time machine here. One of the things, I I wasn't sure if I knew it or not. Maybe I did. It's been a lot of years. They go by fast. But you graduated from Southeast back in 1968? Yes. Mm -hmm. So you've been a knight through and through I did not know that I was right I was gonna be the first question I was asking you, and I so where did you you know go to high school at and stuff like that did you play any sports while you were at southeast then
1: uh I did um I wasn't very good but I played football basketball and baseball
2: and then after that when did you start at southeast as a teacher coach
1: well I my first job out of college was at Irving Middles well then it was Irving junior high um and I coached everything. I've coached, well, back then, ninth graders weren't allowed to play varsity sports. So except for football, all the ninth graders were at the junior high. So I coached cross country, basketball, wrestling, track. Uh, I mean, you did everything when you were a PE teacher. And then in 1975, Frank Solich hired me, and I started coaching football at Southeast so was
2: coaching, was that something like when you were in college, is that what you wanted to do, or was it more teaching? Or
1: No, I definitely wanted to be a coach.
2: Definitely want to be a coach. Um,
1: the ironic thing is, uh, at that time, in the middle 70s, uh, girls' sports were just getting started. And to be honest with you, they, they weren't real good. And so I had made up my mind I was going to be a boys' high school coach, either football or basketball. And uh, 1980, I took over the girls' position at Southeast, and so I learned to never say never.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, so you got two two state titles with Coach Solich. What was it like coaching with him? Was anything that stands oh, he, out to you? He, he
1: was fantastic. Um, he was uh, well, very intelligent and thorough but his preparation was unbelievable and I think that's one of the things I learned from him is you can never over prepare and you know starting from like Sunday preparing for that following Friday um, everything just fell into place and and he did a great job of that and I learned a great deal from him.
2: So then we get to 1980 when you're hired to be the women's basketball coach at southeast i guess was it something like i'm assuming you were never a girls basketball coach before probably never thought about it what what or who came to you or what how was that brought up to you to maybe coach women's basketball
1: well the athletic director at southeast bill miller at the time and and i was coaching football and he I, I, but i was still teaching at uh, irving junior high and he asked me to come to southeast and Uh, This was after school, and my first thought is, "Uh uh-oh, I'm in trouble. (laughs) And I went over there, and he offered me the girls' basketball position. And honestly, I laughed, and I said, I will never coach girls' basketball. (laughs) And then he called me back the next week and said, we really don't have a coach, and we really would like you to, to try it. And at the time, I was coaching ninth grade boys' basketball at Irving. And I thought, well, this might be a stepping stone so I could maybe move to the boys' side. And there I there so, I was. So do we have an
2: announcement to make next year? You will be coaching boys' basketball somewhere? No, or? no, no. no. Not,
1: I'm no, no not going to pull news. a Tom Brady. No, no Tom Brady.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you get the job coaching women's basketball. 83, I believe, was the first year you made it to state. Right. Was there a – because I know the first couple of
1: years were pretty – Pretty tough. Uh, I almost quit after the second year. We uh, won seven games total in the first two years. And um, it, it was hard because, well, our my first meeting with the girls, um, I had, I don't know, 20 girls show up. And I announced that we would do a six-day-a-week program. We would go Saturday mornings. And two girls got up and left and said, <laughs> we don't do basketball on Saturday. And I thought – my gosh, what did I get into? <laughs> <laughs> so so I got I got to
2: ask. I mean, Nate, your son would want me to ask you this. So so in 1983, is that like when the sweater vest came on and that's when the <laughs> that's when the greatness began or I always I always thought maybe it was the sweater vest that brought, oh, you know, the great powers
1: to No, no. I I told my wife I wore a tie one time and I don't even remember when it was. It was the early 80s and we got killed. And I never wore a tie ever again. So it was either sweaters or um, pullovers, something like that. I just, I'm not a shirt and tie type of guy. <laughs> Me neither. Me neither.
2: Okay, so we got 83. So first state championship, 86, correct. And then you went on to win nine or nine nine at Southeast. Mm-hmm. Man, that's a lot. That's a lot of titles. But what a lot of people, I. Like I see you, you know, you're coach Larson, women's basketball coach, but I also see you as a football coach. And a lot of people I don't think really know like how integral you were to the Southeast championships. I mean, I wasn't there in the back in the seventies, a little before my time. So you know, I'm pretty young, so I got a got my youthful age and stuff going here. But in the nineties, what I remember was you sitting up in the box and being masterful calling plays. Well, I could
1: be wrong, but <laughs> I didn't call plays. I offered suggestions and, um, you know, coach Mazursky and I had a great working relationship. Um, you know, he trusted me and I wasn't about, you know, we had to call the play I suggested. Uh, I knew there were certain times, certain situations he wanted to do this so I wasn't about to suggest something that was completely opposite because I knew where that would go. So uh, <laughs> we had a, a, you know, we worked really well together.
2: And then when you were with Coach Solich, what what did you coach? With him? did you coach any position? Or I coached wide
1: receivers.
2: Wide receivers, all right. And then Southeast. Well, when I was there, you were the sophomore head football sophomore coach, and then coached. And you're up in the box, I believe, on for varsity games, right? Mm-hmm. Coaching the offense. And then um I go back you have like all these like stats that I found today. They're they're pretty wild. I mean, I was telling Carter before before you got here tonight that you have 18 state championships. If I'm correct, you got 10 in girls basketball, 8 with Southeast. That right. That is incredible.
1: Well, um it means that I had the privilege to work with a lot of great athletes and and we did. We had uh uh, at Southeast, we had uh, a great run of athletes, um, and, and, you know, even at Crete, uh, my first two years, we had very good athletes, so good athletes can make a good coach. And then I want to go, I want to go also talk about um, 95, 96, you coached the, um, oh, is it Daubert, Daubert Pinnacle All-Star team? Right, and we, we formed uh, the Nebraska Girls Basketball Association. There were four coaches, uh, Ken Cook, who was coaching at Adams, Larry Bleach, who was coaching at Bellevue East, Jim Miller from Omaha Marion, and myself, and we decided to start uh, a program for girls to try to get them exposure, and we had statewide tryouts. We had tryouts in Grand Island, Lincoln, and Omaha, and the first two years we had probably 250 girls try out and we cut it to 12 which was extremely difficult but anyone could try out and then we took um practiced for a little bit and then went to washington dc to play in a national tournament
2: and who were some of those girls that are on that team i know there were some pretty were, were the cubics or were they
1: or is that nicole cubic yeah. was on our first team um um I had two of my players, Emily Anderson and Courtney Wittstruck. Uh there were two from South Sioux City, Trish Martin and Charlie Rogers. Uh Risha Bristol was from Omaha Brian. Um Brooke. Um oh gosh. She was from Garing. Oh,
0: she yeah. went on to play at Nebraska. Brad- Brooke
1: Schwartz. Schwartz. Um, and then um we had uh oh, can't think of names but oh, a girl right. from north platte uh kelly branning i think and um a sizic girl from kelly sizic from millard south i mean we we really had a good team and we thought we had a you know a good group oh and we, we had um oh a girl from um, she went on to play volleyball at nebraska um can't think of her name she was from um <laughs> down southwest no one knew about her and i mean she was a big time volleyball player and when we went out to dc she got all kinds of scholarship offers for her basketball but um we went out there and the first night before we started playing we had a meeting of all the coaches in this big hotel room and we're sitting around and we had no idea what to expect and Visiting with some of the coaches, they were talking about, yeah, our record is forty and two, and we're thirty-five and five. And what's your record? Um, we're zero and two. We played in the Nebraska State games against college kids, and we're zero and two. And they just kind of laughed. And I wasn't sure what we would gotten <laughs> into there. <laughs> so you got
2: uh, ninety-five. You won. You won it all, didn't you? 95? Right,
1: we, we did. Yeah, it was. Uh, It was crazy because there were 64 teams from all over the country. Um, You were in a pool of eight, so you had seven games, and only the winner of each pool moved on to the final tournament, an eight-team, three-game winner-take-all tournament. And our first game, I remember, was against a team from North Carolina, and Angela Beck at the time was Nebraska's women's basketball coach, and she was saying – this girl's going to North Carolina this girl's going to North Carolina state this girl's going to Duke and I'm thinking man we might be in over our heads but we uh, we won that game and and it just kind of catapulted us to um, the rest of the tournament and
2: then the second year 96 you end up getting runner-up
1: yeah it? we got beat by a team from Alabama in the finals that's a pretty good run yeah it was it and it really I mean it opened the door for a lot of uh, things for our Nebraska girls. Because, I mean, I remember seeing Gina or Emma there, Pat Summit, uh, you know, uh, Muffet McGraw from Notre Dame. I mean, all the – I mean, it was like the biggest tournament for high school kids, and um, it, it was a big deal. That's wild. So, I got to ask the hard-hitting questions, you know. I got I to gotta,
2: gotta bring them. They're tough ones here tonight. So, I've got to ask you, is there one game – that sticks out to you is just that, I don't know, the pinnacle, like the best, the best game you'd ever coached. Well,
1: um, I don't know if there's one. Um, I mean, our game against Beatrice when, when we won the state championship at Crete, because Beatrice had beat us in the district finals and, um, we had played Norris to overtime in the first round Grand Island Northwest which was the fourth time we'd played them we beat them in triple overtime and Beatrice had had two fairly easy games and so I think a lot of people thought they were going to beat us and at our walk walk through Saturday morning I told my assistant Paul Smith I said we don't need to worry our kids are ready to go they're locked in and I think the final score was 53 to 26. And, and we did almost everything perfect. And that was really a special, special game.
2: That's awesome. And then uh, these are the questions I've been wanting to ask for years and years. You know, I get that chance now, whether you answer them, you know, you might not. You know, you <laughs> might. So if you had to pick a Coach Larson All Star team with the girls that you've coached. You don't have to be don't have to be one at every position, but who would like make that? Who would, would make that? John Larson All Star team.
1: Well, um, Morgan Molly obviously would be on it. Um, in two thousand eight, I had three kids that were fantastic, and and we lost one game that year. In fact, my wife and I were talking about that one game we lost at South Sioux City, and um, a few questionable calls (laughs) uh but that was our only loss of the year and and they beat us by one on a last second shot um we won the state championship that year by i don't know 20 some points but on that team we had katie burkle kk hauser and marissa Kostanik and all three went on to play division one basketball um gosh um i would say like Jody Steinman, who graduated in 88, she was chosen athlete of the year when she was a senior at Southeast. Um, she was a point guard on our 86 championship team. And then her senior year, she was the leader, and she was just a, a, a great all-around athlete. She was the state 800 champ um, and just a, a, an unbelievable kid that really did everything well and um, she would have to be on that list um, you know I had Aisha um, Kelly played for us she got a full ride to Nebraska Courtney Wittstruck uh, played four years on varsity was on three state championship teams she got a full ride to Clemson so those are some of the the ones that probably stick out a lot and then (laughs) all these questions
2: I've said it for definitely back in the 90s I was saying it an awful lot but did Nebraska ever ever contact you about maybe becoming the head basketball coach there were there ever any like calls or no one ever and there was some transition I know after Sanderford I don't know I, I thought that might be the time and I was just throwing it out there I know I was pushing it down at the university pretty hard
1: back in the day no um I did have, uh, in the late eighties, uh, a couple of colleges contact me and, and I, there was one that I think was fairly serious in 1988, but, um, my first wife had just passed away. Um, Nate was my son at the time and it just, that wasn't a time to go do that. Cause I, I just didn't have the time to spend doing that. So, um, and there were a few others that just, I think, contacted me in the 90s, but I don't know if they were very serious, and I would have said no. I, I'm very happy coaching high school sports.
2: Cool. And then we've got the NCAA basketball tournaments that are going on right now, and I'm sure, you know – but actually, you've been really busy probably working, you know, so i probably I'd probably – Ask you, you know, who do you have as, like, your final four in your men's and your women's? I'd
1: assume you have some predictions in the men's and the women's brackets. Well, um, we have a family contest, and my granddaughter is leading the contest. Uh, But I've got UCLA winning it, um, but a lot of my other picks have not been very good. Um, You know, I didn't expect Kentucky or Auburn to lose as early as they did. Um, The women, I think um, it's a little easier. You don't have quite as many upsets. Uh, But I was really happy for Creighton and for Morgan to see that happen Sunday. And I think they have a legitimate chance uh, Friday against Iowa State. Um, Creighton's probably Achilles heel is they, they don't have the size. So when they play a team... That is really big and physical it it's tough on them um, and Iowa State doesn't have that, so i I think they have a chance.
2: Does she still keep in contact with you any? Oh year? yeah,
1: I texted her right away Sunday after the game and congratulated her and um, when I made it official that I was retiring, she texted me so um and I went to the game in Lincoln when they played Nebraska and um, to the Omaha game when they played Yukon. So I've seen her play a few times, and, and, you know, she keeps in contact. That's cool. So it'll probably be a big
2: watch party this weekend down at Press Box for you? Or,
1: well – Probably all weekend long at
2: Press Box, I'm guessing. You right. Know? I'm,
1: I mean, we we had uh, quite a few people watching the game Sunday, and my youngest son turned the sound up, and people were really getting into the, the game. And, of course – not too many Iowa fans in Lincoln, so most of the people were pulling for Creighton. <laughs> Very nice.
2: Well, we got to pay some bills right now, but we will be back with head coach John, coach John Larson now. Maybe we'll announce something when we get back. You never know. <laughs> All right. We'll go to break right now, and we'll be right back.
0: This is a 30-second stereo radio for Trade School in the Home Depot. Spot code YHTFD00RGA0. Spot title, Project Planning Homeowner 101. So you're ready to tackle a home improvement project on your own. Let's make a plan. Take a free workshop from the Home Depot and get live help from our expert associates. Whether you're upgrading your kitchen or overhauling your bathroom, we'll provide everything you need to get started. You'll know what to look for and what to avoid. So you can take on any project with confidence. Homeowner 101 Livestream Workshops from the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Register now at homedepot.com workshops.